Whoop, whoop, whoop. So many exciting things to tell you. I'm going to keep it short and simple. Number one, my book is now free, a digital version of my book, Building Simple Habits to a Healthy Me. You can just sign up and get it for free. Number two, come and say hello on Instagram. I'm having fun on Instagram doing exciting reels. Number three, I have four amazing packages for my Positively Healthy program called Magical May exciting exciting if you want to find out more book a call and let's chat and lastly remember radiate and renew four simple habits simple but mighty habits is starting may the 15th so come and sign up for that You are listening to Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Alina Kerrick, weight loss coach. I specialize in helping busy mums lose weight with healthy eating and living. You're invited to sign up to my VIP area where I have all my free handouts and videos. Simply go to drorlina.com, that's Dr. O-R-L-E-N-A.com, and you will see the sign up and sign up there. Now on with today's show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Orlina Kerrick. How are you doing today? I hope you are feeling marvellous. I am feeling marvellous, apart from the fact that I seem to have a problem with my ear. We went to the water park a few days ago and I got some water in my ear. You know when you go down a slide and splash so big in the pool at the bottom that the water enters and it just didn't didn't disappear. And a few days later, I did something really, really stupid. I put some essential oils in my ear and oh my goodness, it was absolutely agony. And so then I decided to put some olive oil in my ear to try and dilute it. Now it did dilute it, but I still feel like I have cotton wool in my head. I am reminded of what ENT surgeons used to say to us, do not put anything smaller than your elbow in your ear. And I think that is very good advice that I ought to heed. And even my 11-year-old son said, well, of course, mummy, the skin inside your ear is different from the skin outside, so it's going to be far more sensitive from the mouths of babes. Anyhow, I went for a swim in the sea this morning, so I feel much better and hope that my ear gets better. On a positive note, as I constantly strive to turn up to life in a loving and um, happy way, which can be difficult when you have children who are fighting all the time. I did find that when my ear was so painful, I really didn't have enough energy to to join in the arguments with my children and walk around in this state of zen-like parenting wondrousness. I do not recommend this as a parenting tip, however. Okay, today, what are we talking about? We are talking about How to be like your skinny friend who can eat anything. You know who I'm talking about, right? Okay, before we get into that, just a few announcements. Firstly, if you're listening to this the week that it comes live, my Dr. Lena's Wellness Summit is on this week. And it is amazing. There are so many talks, so many I think that you won't be able to listen to them all. So what I recommend is that you choose one or two each day. You need to sign up. It's slightly complicated. You have to sign up to join my email list. And then you have to sign up to create a password within my site because I've created what's called a little membership site. It's totally free. You don't have to put your credit card details or anything in. But this was just the easiest way I found to do it. 
So there, I will leave a link in the show notes and you can sign up and have a look at all the amazing talks. You can find something that will inspire you to just take another little step towards health and happiness. And it's about finding what works for you. So there's so many different things. Some of them will appeal to you and some of them won't, but pick those things that do appeal to you. And I have created a a lifetime ticket as well if you want to purchase it and then you can access all those videos. And there's about 50 of them. I've lost count. And to be honest, right now, as I record this, they're not all ready. So I'm still waiting for the last couple to come in. So remember to sign up for that. It is super amazing. And I will not be doing another summit for another year or so if I do another summit. They're really hard work on the back end in terms of organisation, even if they are absolutely amazing. So that was my first announcement. My second announcement is that I have an amazing opportunity for people who are interested in coaching. And I realise that a lot of people don't really know what coaching is and why they might want to coach. So I've decided that what I'm going to do is invite some of my clients onto onto the podcast to tell you about it. And if you're interested, I have a super exciting opportunity, which I will tell you about at the end of the podcast. So listen to the end if you are interested. Okay, your skinny friend. Today we are talking about how to be like your skinny friend who can eat anything. And we're going to be looking at the reality of this and the things that you can take by looking at this person and think, how can I apply this to my life? So why am I talking about this? Well, I hear some of my clients having this thought, I would like to be like my skinny friend who can eat anything. And typically this might happen, for example, you're going to a child's birthday party and you see this very beautiful person who is skinny and eating cake. And you think, how can she eat cake and stay super skinny, whereas I can't eat cake and I've got weight on me? Now, the first thing I want to tell you about this is think about Instagram, think about social media. And it's the same kind of thing. You're taking a tiny snapshot of somebody's life and making huge assumptions about it. And when we post on social media, we may, some people will do this very deliberately and they'll post really appealing images. But the the most of us just post images to inspire people or to say, hey, this is my life. But we naturally don't post all those images of us sitting at our computer or being bored or, I don't know, polishing our toenails. You see what I mean? It's a curated curated load of events. And people make assumptions. They look at these images and go, oh my goodness, they've got an amazing life. And I can look at this child, this family, this woman, smiling, being happy in the sun, and I compare that to my life and all the dull bits in my life and think, oh my goodness. Well, it is the same as thinking about your skinny friend who can eat everything. When you look at that Instagram picture, you aren't looking at all the back end, you aren't looking at the story, and that two minutes prior to that image, that child was screaming and throwing a tantrum. I love posting images like that on on social media because that is my life. My children are often grumpy, and we had some photographs done a few years ago by a professional photographer. What I love about these photos is that my children still look grumpy. Even a professional photographer couldn't get my children to 
look at the camera and be these beautiful um, picture-perfect kids. We've recently had some more done, and they're a little bit older and slightly more bride-worthy, so I'm looking forward to seeing what results she has this time. So going back to our friend who is skinny, we really need to question this thought, this skinny person can eat anything, because really and truly, it's not true. And there are some people who seemingly can eat lots more junk and not so great foods than other people and still be thin, and we'll think about why that is. But the reality is, if they were to escalate and eat far more of that junk food and not great food, then they would start to put on weight. That is just physiology. That is just how the body works. And yes, there are differences to each body, and that threshold is different for each person. But the bottom line is, if you eat over that threshold, you will start to put weight on. Now, what we need to do is take a step back and have a look at this person's entire life. Now, that may sound a little bit over the top, but it is true. All of these things affect how much weight we have on us and how our body metabolizes things. So we need to look at nutrition, how they eat, what they eat, how much they eat. We need to look at sleep. We need to look at exercise. We need to look at mindfulness and emotions as well. And all of those thoughts that play into how we turn up in the world and how we eat. And there are other things now as well. Your biome. When I was at medical school a very long time ago, not really that very long time ago, it feels like it. We were told that there were bacteria in our body, the good bacteria, we called them commensals. And we didn't really know very much about them. Now we're beginning to find out more and more about these organisms and they have been called your biome and how many of them they are and how they affect our behaviour and how we process food. Now, I am very excited to say that I'm going to be recording a podcast with an expert in the biome and we will talk more in detail about this. But it is really super interesting now the research that is coming out about this biome and how the bacterian organisms in us can affect whether we are somebody who stays super skinny or somebody who doesn't stay skinny. And you could even have a fecal transplant if you want to. Yes, that is as bad as it sounds. There are much easier ways of doing it. And we'll talk more about that in that podcast. So we will leave biome for now, but it is an important aspect of your super skinny friend. So let's have a think about what they eat, how often they eat, and how much they eat, because this is one of the biggest areas that we can change. And if we look at society and how society has a change, and if we look back as to how we used to eat, I think it tells us some really interesting stories. So, if we look back to how we eat when we were hunter-gatherers, we would eat far less, different types of food, and less frequently. So those are the three aspects. And this is really the way our bodies are designed. We are designed to eat some food. We use glucose as our main energy, and our body needs glucose. Glucose is a carbohydrate. And we eat that energy and we get glucose. And then after a while, we stop using the energy from the food and we use energy that we have stored. 
So we eat food, take some energy, and then store some energy. So I'm sure that you have heard of glucose and insulin, but what happens is glucose levels in our body, when they go up high, are very, very toxic to our bodies. And this is the reason why people with diabetes have so many problems and have complications with their eyes, with their kidneys, with their nerves, with all aspects. It affects what we call our end organs, so those little tiny, tiny capillaries, and it can cause damage in so, so many areas. And this is a really high level of glucose. What our body does is when we eat glucose or sugar or carbohydrate, it secretes a hormone called insulin and brings our glucose down. And what it does with all that excess glucose is it stores it in different areas. So it might store it as glycogen, which is stored in muscles and our liver, or it might turn it into fat. But the idea is this, is that you eat something your insulin levels go up, you've got some energy, and then you store the excess energy. And then you don't eat for a while, and then you access that energy. What happens now is we're eating so frequently that we eat, we store energy, we eat, we store energy, we eat, we store energy. And we don't ever get that chance to use our energy. Now, if you want to lose weight, it's imperative that you do use the energy in your body, because that's how you use up fat. You have to use it as an energy source. You have to burn it up, breathe it out. And if you're interested in the metabolism of insulin, if you access my VIP area, which is free, I have various resources in there. And one of them is a video, which is called How to Lose Weight and Regain Your Health. And it goes into the, um, the biochemistry of insulin and how this process works in more detail. But this is the basis of how we put on weight and why, one of the reasons why society now is so much more overweight than it used to be. So if we look at the types of food that we are eating, food is readily available now, whereas back in the in the past, it wasn't readily available. If you wanted to eat something, you either had to eat fruit and vegetables or you had to prepare something and cook them. Whereas now we have ready access to all manner of sugary and floury foods. And the thing about flour is it is already processed for you. So it releases that energy far more quickly than, for example, if you were to eat the fruit and vegetables, which always also contain carbohydrates, but your body has to work harder to get it. So the types of food that we eat. Another big thing I see is, for example, foods that kind of trick us. If you drink a sugary drink, such as fruit juice, or fizzy pop, or you drink water, a glass of water, your body reacts to it in a similar way in terms of signaling fullness. So your body doesn't take that sugary drink and go, wow, I have drunk 200 calories. It drinks it and thinks, oh, I've drunk some water. Now, obviously, beyond that, when it starts processing the glucose, your glucose levels goes up and it knows that. But in terms of feeling full up, those two have the same amount. We how you feel full up is more complicated than this, but one of the big factors is bulk. So if you eat things that are lower in calories and have more bulk, they are going to fill you up. Vegetables are a clear example of this. If you eat a bag of carrots, they don't have heaps and heaps of calories in them, but they do make you fill up. And in contrast, if you drink a glass of sugary drink, 
it doesn't make you feel full up, but it has lots and lots of calories. And so there are foods around that trick your body. Your body doesn't recognize that it has eaten lots and lots of calories. It just doesn't realize that. So those are two important things in how we eat. We have access to this really super sugary food and we are programmed to seek food. This is normal. This is how we are designed to be. However, when we lived in the past, when we lived in times of scarcity, this was a good thing. And now we don't live in times of scarcity. It's not such a great thing. And we need to be aware of it. So if you look back in the past, what people used to do was put on weight over the summer when all the fruit was ripe and there'd be a glut of amazing fruit and vegetables. And then during the winter, in times of scarcity, they would use that fat which they had laid down to get them through the winter. So they would be eating less in winter. So the types of food we eat, how often we eat, and how much we eat. So now, because we have so much access to food, it is easy to eat more than we actually need. And how often we eat. Not just in terms of summer and winter, but also in terms of how often we eat during the day. And typically, we will eat three meals a day and a couple of snacks. And there's no reason to eat three meals a day and a couple of snacks. It is just social convention. That's how society lays out our day. And we eat at these times because, well, we have a lunch break. So we eat lunch at our lunch break. We have a snack break in the morning. So we eat a snack in the morning. There is no reason why we should do that. And if you're eating every three hours, you're not allowing your body that opportunity to access its fat stores. I have been looking into intermittent fasting and I will do a podcast on intermittent fasting. It's a really, really interesting topic. And it's not about starving yourself, but there are big benefits from not eating so frequently. And I have been playing around with it and skipping breakfast and seeing how my body feels. And actually, it's surprising how you don't feel super ravenously hungry. One of the big things about the way we eat, the foods that we eat, so all these carbohydrates, sugars and, car- and flour mean that our hunger signals get a little bit confused. We take cravings to mean that we are hungry. And that isn't necessarily true. Once you start playing around with genuine hunger you realise that it comes in waves. And that actually, once your body starts accessing those facts, you no longer feel hungry. You feel invigorated and you enjoy it. Your mind feels sharper and your body feels more energised, which is strange. You wouldn't think that was true. And if you're interested in intermittent fasting, I would say just play around with it. I recommend that everybody, all my clients, fast for 13 hours overnight. And that's a really easy way to start fasting. If you just don't eat after dinner and then have your breakfast and make sure that, so for example, if you eat dinner at seven o'clock and breakfast at eight o'clock, you've done 13 hours and you've given your body a little bit of a rest. So there we go. What, how often and how much we eat. And that has changed considerably in recent times. So if we go back to our skinny friend and look at her eating her piece of cake, Well, she is eating a piece of cake in that small period of time. But what you really have to do to compare her eating to your eating is compare all of these things. You need to look at her eating over a longer period of time, so over a year. And you need to think about how often is she eating and what types of food is she eating and how much of these foods is she eating. And all of these play into her body shape as well as other factors. So I think the big question here 
is, okay, if that's the case, what can I take from this that I can apply to myself? How can I change my own eating such that I can apply all of these little snippets of knowledge? And that is my big question to you. So other things that you need to have a look at in your friend's life to really think about what contributes to her skinniness is how much sleep does she get? Now, if you want to know about sleep, I did a sleep podcast with Dr. Zarin, and it's really, really interesting. But the bottom line is that sleep or lack of sleep really affects our hunger levels and leads us to eat more. So sleep is a big factor. If you're not getting enough sleep, you're more likely to be overweight. And so many people don't prioritise sleep. And lots of people who even know how important sleep is find it difficult to prioritise sleep. And the last one is exercise. And exercise is very important for lots of reasons too. And exercise is a good adjunct for helping you to lose weight. Now, if you want to lose weight, I would say the number one thing you have to look at is your nutrition. I think everybody should be doing exercise. But you are really going to make the biggest difference in how you eat before starting to think about exercise. If you are using exercise just to lose weight, you have to be running a marathon. And for most people, that isn't realistic. But exercise is definitely something that you should incorporate into your life. It will make you feel amazing and fit and fabulous. It will strengthen your bones and your muscles and just give you that energy. I definitely notice that when I have been for a swim, I get up and go for a swim in the sea with my friends at seven in the morning. And for the rest of the day, I have so much more energy than if I don't. And that's strange, hey? You'd think it'd be the other way around. You'd think I'd be tired. But no, I feel invigorated and full of energy. So my question to you, and all of these things, is what can you control? Now, you can change all of these. Obviously, you can. But... It's difficult to say, right, I'm going to change everything all in one go. So have a think about all of these different aspects and what you can change now. And think, okay, I want to get to be like this person who is thin and skinny and can eat anything. But that doesn't happen in a week. That doesn't happen overnight. And it obviously depends on how much weight you have to lose. But if you want to lose weight, you have to give your body a chance to do it. So you have to think about what you eat, how often, how much. And what? You have to think about your exercise, your sleep, and your general thought processes, your mindfulness. So I would like to hear from you. Tell me, which one of these do you want to work on first, and what exactly are you going to do? Thinking about making a small change to your life. So you can either comment in the Facebook group. There is a Facebook group, and you can come and chat, and I will answer. You can get a little bit of one-on-one help if you want to do that. Or if you're a member of the VIP area, I will put this podcast in there and you can comment underneath that. So two ways of getting hold of me. Now, I said that I was going to give you an amazing opportunity. And here is an amazing opportunity. When I work with clients, I tend to work with people for six months or so or more. Because if if you want to lose weight, then you have to make changes and you have to make those changes stick. And... I'm sure we know that habits, well, they can happen overnight, but the reality about habits is you really have to ingrain them into your day so that you don't think about them so that they are just natural and you do these things without thinking. And that takes time. And that's the reason why I work with people over six months. However, 
I realised that some people want to have a little taster of what it is like to work with a coach because it can be a big jump to go from nothing to signing up with a coach for six months. So I have decided to do a special introductory package, which is just two sessions long. It's going to be called the Get Started Package. And it's just two sessions long. And those two sessions will be, one of them will be about nutrition and finding a way that you want to eat. And I will say that nutrition is individual. And it's individual for so many reasons. Firstly, because our bodies react to different things in different ways. So for example, you might be milk intolerant, or you might be very sensitive to gluten, or you might not. And secondly, it's individual because we have our own likes and dislikes, and we have to incorporate both. So it's about finding a way of eating that you can see yourself doing forever. This is not a diet that you do for a month. This is a different way of eating. But it has to be something that you love and enjoy and think, yes, I can do this and I do enjoy it. So you have to be realistic in creating your nutritional plan. So one of the sessions will be about nutrition and coming up with your nutritional plan. And the other one will be a session on mind blocks and mindset and thinking, okay, so what has been happening now and what are the biggest blocks that are stopping me from making these changes? And how am I going to overcome these blocks? So it will be these two sessions, one on mindset, one on nutrition, and that will just be a little get starter package. And at the moment, I am going to charge $199 for that. But I said I wanted some people to come on the podcast and do a little bit of recorded coaching so other people can understand what it's like to be coached. And if you are willing to allow me to record it, it can be totally anonymous, then I'm going to do a special package, which is just $50. So you get both of those sessions, but you agree to let me record some of it and air it on the podcast, which is super exciting. And I'm really looking forward to it. So if you're interested, just reach out, send me an email, and I will tell you how to book it. Okay, fabulous, my friends. I hope today has been interesting. Remember to sign up for the summit if you haven't already done so and the VIP area. Oh my, oh my goodness, so many options. Thank you so much for listening. And please do remember to share your, this podcast with friends that you have who are interested in healthy eating and living, losing weight, leading a healthy and amazing life. Thank you and have an amazing week. See you next week. Bye-bye. so much for listening today you are welcome to sign up for my vip area which you'll find at drorlena.com that's d-r-o-r-l-e-n-a.com now if you have enjoyed this episode i would love it if you could share it with one of your friends perhaps you have a busy mother friend who is struggling with weight loss and healthy living and everything that i talk about so please feel free to share it with her and if you are really keen, I would really love a review on iTunes. Now, I know it's a little bit difficult to do, but if you did, it would really help me get my podcast seen by other people. Thank you so much and see you, hear you, chat to you next week. Bye bye.